what's the best thing that you borrowed lately? The best thing that I borrowed lately was, I would say it's going to be Socrates said that wisdom is in simplicity. Um, and simplicity is sophistication. So I borrowed that from ages past and I've tried to cut every email in half, every text in half, and every piece of advice in half. Every email in half. I'm just thinking of the the parent email I sent out last night that was probably 500 words long. Uh, what are some advantages or what are some things that you've seen in your life kind of grow from that? The greatest one is time. You know, all of us kind of dream of winning the lottery or becoming a millionaire. Mm. And we think of millionaire in terms of dollars and cents. Um, and I'm attempting, it's hard in our society and culture today, but I'm attempting to become a time millionaire. Um, and so that's been the greatest benefit because when I have that more time, oh my goodness, I'm able to create more, serve more, love more, be more present, be more healthy. Um, so that's probably the greatest thing um when it comes to coaching now which is i think what will a lot of coaches will really be interested in the best coaches that i've observed speak the least mm. so the the most beginner coaches will be constantly giving concurrent feedback get out of the corner pass the ball to davy davy drive to the layup constantly right um, whereas whereas i watched greg popovich coach and he was <laughs> quiet for 20 minutes yeah. just observing so so how does it apply to you as a coach observe more and speak less beginner coaches can see all the mistakes but the expert coaches identify the keystone habit that mm. if they coach that one keystone habit and simplify down will then have a cascading and domino effect to improve so many mistakes that's where expertise comes it's not in identifying problems it's in correcting the right ones i think that'll be a, a great impact or what it'll challenge coaches with is, okay, for my offensive philosophy, I have 19 principles right now. I have to streamline and become, uh, like you said, simpler with it. It'll, it'll help our coaching, but I think that'll be a challenge for some at, at the beginning is doing less, saying less. Oh, I mean, because it, it feels like you're lazy, mm. right? Because oftentimes coaches are the, they care the most of the entire team, including the players. And they're like, why does everybody care? And so they show they care by how animated they are on the sideline or how much they can fill the gym with their voice. And one thing that I attempt to, to coach coaches into is show you care by how you prepare. It's less visible, mm. but if you're doing it, because you are truly competitive, you'll care about the impact and not what it looks like to others. I mean, so many parents or novices in the game will see a coach sitting on the bench and misinterpret that as in they aren't coaching their team. That's right. Um, and, right? And, yeah. and, and you have to fight against that because really that's just a status play. Like you can either play status games or you can play winning games. And if you're always playing status games, you'll never truly win. So you probably wouldn't like some of my clips where I'm defensive sliding down the sideline. Uh, so I, I won't send those to you. Well, but Well, hey, I here it is. If it's intentional, yeah, because... Or authentic, like if, if you're just really in the moment and you just, yeah, but... Yeah, but but again, we got limited energy going back like yeah. time millionaires. We have, we have limited thought space as well. And often, not always, 
often when the coach is contesting a three in the corner from out of bounds, they're probably not thinking three plays in advance. Right. That's and so right. Like, that's like, like picture Brad Stevens, like some, like a novice could watch Brad Stevens and think he's not passionate about the game, but anyway, knows, knows he's passionate about the yeah. game, but he's thinking 10 plays in advance. And that's just, it's just another level. Um, and we got to create space for that. So like, I, I love it when coaches have notebooks out at practice and they're writing things down. And what, what I always tell coaches, just try it for one practice. When you see something, write it down and make sure you write three things down, three things down before you say one thing. Hmm. That's a simple way to simplify, right? Because then, you, because then you're prioritizing. So like when the English word priority was first introduced into language in the 1500s, it was singular. There was no such thing as priorities. A priority is singular. And so going back to your 19 things in your offense, there's, it's not bad to have 19 teaching points, right? But what I think you need to know or every coach needs to know and every player in your team needs to know is what's the most important one. Because yeah. if they don't know the hierarchy of those 19 things, they might give them equal attention. Right. And that's what happens if you look at a coach's practice plan, right? They've got 19 things that they care about as a coach and they give them equal attention, whereas they don't have equal impact. Um, so simplicity equals identifying a priority and that priority might be different for your offense and your defense or the mm. day or the, the season within your season. Um, but I think that's what simplifying is. You said something a second ago, and I, I've heard this from a, a, a bunch of coaches about the perception of the parents. And I, I think, so my, my question is, is we have to do our best through communication, through meeting with them. So like our team's culture, if only our 15 guys know the culture and live the culture, but there's no carryover at home. There's no connection to home. Those parents don't care. They don't care about all the things that we're teaching. It's all that what they see and perceive. So they're at a game and they see us just sitting and taking it in more, less active, but that's what they're used to. How do we help connect them to, listen, I am not just sitting over here collecting a paycheck. I'm actually doing a better job for your, for your sons. Yeah. That's a really good question, and that's part of why I think you're so good at this, is you, you bring it down to application really, really well. Let me answer two ways. First way, um, I don't do much training of players anymore, but there's a family friend that I was training recently. He flew out from New York City to spend a week with me with his dad um, because he's going into high school, and he, want, he wants to play college basketball. So we set out a blueprint. He and his dad came out for a week. Most trainers will have the parent on the sideline filming with their cell phone and they'll put the kid through the workout. I didn't say, I said very little to the kid that I didn't also say to the dad. Hmm. Because here's what I know and it's what you know is when they leave and go back to New York, it's his dad that's going to be in his ear. Yep. So the dad thought I was training the kid. No, I was training the dad. <laughs> I was training the dad because the dad had a, a, a perception that this was the way that was wrong. And I was trying to coach the dad into this perception because no one's going to impact the trajectory of a player's career, in my opinion, more than their parents. Mm. Like coaches are gonna have a big impact, but only as much as the parent gets on board with it. That's right. So here's the second way I would ask every coach, who's on your team? Like, who do you see as on your team? Who are you coaching? Who are you leading? And I think that there's actually four stakeholders that you need to see as on your team. How most coaches see parents is the opponent, right. the enemy, someone to keep his arm's length. 
And you're never going to have as much success as you could as if you saw them as on your team. You got to coach your parents, you got to coach your players, you got to coach your coaches, and you got to coach your administration. Like they're all on your team. And I think the coaches that embrace that, knowing that it's a bigger job, then they can have success because everybody's rowing the boat in the same direction. Um, if you're not rowing the boat in the same direction, it's hard to go anywhere. Uh, that's a great nugget. I'm thinking of, uh, especially earlier on, how it was more of a us versus them mentality. But the more that we can bring them into our culture, that's why I've always been amazed with the connection that players and parents have with their select programs and select coaches. And, and there's times where it, it almost as if they talk about them in a, more of a, of a fond way than the guy that's with them 187 days throughout the year. But I, as a parent, now my son's going into ninth grade and we're doing the select ball thing and I drive him to practice. I sit there. So I'm invested financially. I'm also invested with my time, but then I'm also hearing everything that either he, the coach is saying, or if he's what he's not saying too, because of, you know, you and I seeing things maybe differently, but uh, than than uh, other parents, that's the challenge though. So the, the, for high school coaches, yeah, I want to coach my parents. Does that mean, do I, do I invite them to practice? You know, do I have more one-on-ones with them uh, and one-on-ones, but also with their, with their kid also, uh, do I have maybe a zoom meeting where, Hey, parents, this is our culture. This is the things we're trying to live out. Like, it's, it's getting to that. Yeah, you kind of nailed it. The how, how do we do make that happen? But I love some of the points that you gave. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll just give one thing. Like, It's going to look just like every practice looks different for different coaches. How is going to look different, but have a plan. Yeah. And hope is not a plan. And that's what most, <laughs> I hope my parents are supportive this year. Hope is not. So have a plan and just tell parents the plan. Like whatever it is, just yeah. like think about it and have a plan. Yeah.